What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So, a big free agent move to announce today. The Houston Astros have agreed to terms with Jose Abreu, a three-year deal worth $58.5 million. That's $19.5 million a year. Just jumping right into it. This is the news that broke on Monday. And it's getting wild reactions because Abreu is... A great player. And so it's getting wild reactions for two reasons. Number one, because it's like the rich get richer. Astros just won the World Series and they're getting a great player who will hopefully just slide right in there and continue to mash and help them stay a force in the American League. The second, the other side of the discussion is that, is this a bad deal because he's going to turn 36 in January? And giving a three-year deal to a 36-year-old, maybe he's going to fall off a cliff. That's the other side of the discussion. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So Jose Abreu has spent his entire big league career with the White Sox thus far. And remember, he did not make his major league debut until he was 27 years old. But he's been Mr. Consistent. Extremely consistent. He plays every game. He plays you know 155 to 159 games a year. And... He's come, He's a guy who won the MVP in the pandemic-shortened season in 2020. But you know what you're going to get from Jose Abreu. He's going to hit around 300. He's going to hit about 25 to 30 homers. He's going to drive in 90 runs, 90 to 100 runs, honestly. And the on-base percentage is elite, especially for you know a first baseman, a 354 career on-base guy. And his career numbers, the OPS plus, a 134 career OPS plus. And he's been consistent every single year. If you look at the numbers, he's just doing it year after year after year. He's still a elite bat. But father time catches up to everyone. Will it happen now with Jose Abreu? The Astros are betting he still has a few more years left in him. And this is not small money. $19.5 million a year is not a small sum. But that's what it was going to take to land an elite bat like Jose Abreu. And you're getting a guy who is a great hitter with power. You're not necessarily getting a guy who's just a power hitter. He's a good hitter first and foremost, and he just has a lot of power to go with that. So he can use a contact, or actually, or quite frankly, he uses a contact-oriented approach. I mean, low strikeout rates, 16.2% strikeout rate, in 2022, that was the lowest of his career. And, you know, a 133 OPS plus, that tells you his bat was 33% above league average. And dude hit 304, really, really sturdy bat you want in the middle of your lineup. And Jose Abreu, yes, you know, he has great work at the plate. Defensively, he's still good. I mean, he's still fine. You're not going to necessarily sign him for his defense, but you're signing him to hit cleanup for you. The Astros used Yuli Gurriel and Trey Mancini, you know, in tandem this past season. Yuli suffered a down year at the plate, you know, after hitting 319 with a 383 and a 462 slug in 2021. He slumped all the way down. He hit 242 this past season with a 288 on base, 360 slugging. Then they went out and got Trey Mancini at the deadline to try to bolster that position, but it didn't really work out. Mancini hit just 176 for them after that deal. And both those players reached free agency at the end of the season, which left a vacancy for Abreu to step in, which they've now filled. So I think it's safe to say neither Yuli Gurriel 
nor Trey Mancini will be back in Houston. So this signing potentially brings Yuli's tenure in Houston to an end after seven seasons. Unless he's willing to return in a lesser role as like a pinch hitter and occasional DH. But I think there are plenty of jobs around the league where Yuli will find a home and get more of an everyday position. So the Astros are coming off a World Series. They're trying to defend their championship. You know, they have a very solid core. I mean, their lineup was already extremely potent, where you had Altuve, Bregman, Jordan Alvarez, and Kyle Tucker. Now you add one of the best hitters in the league. I mean, it's going to be dangerous. It's going to be really dangerous. They're, they're going to be tough to pitch to. They've always been tough to pitch to. But I think the age, the age concerns about Jose Abreu are not anything to particularly worry, worry about because we haven't seen the beginning of a decline yet. We've we, Okay, I take that back. We've seen a beginning of a decline from the power standpoint. Yes, he only hit 15 homers in 2022, you know, drop off from 30 to the year before. But like I said, the contact oriented approach has treated him very well. You know, he still hit 40 doubles in 2022. So if he's staying in the yard, but he's hitting 40 doubles and he hit 304 for you, you know, the OPS was still 824 on the season. He's still an extremely dangerous hitter and someone who hits for a lot of extra bases. So, I mean, as far as total bases, he had almost the same number of total bases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had four less total bases in 2022 than 2021. So, I mean, that, that's what you get with Jose Abreu. You get a middle-of-the-lineup slugger who's who's going to put in the work, and he's going to be really good. And then again, they don't even need this guy to, to carry the load because he has so many great bats around him in Houston. The White Sox are signing Mike Clevenger to a one-year $12 million deal. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a you know interesting deal for Clevenger who not, kinda needs to just prove it. It's been a while since he was an everyday starter and healthy and going out there and giving you reliable results. He went underwent Tommy John surgery with sidelined him for the entirety of the 2021 season, but then he returned to the Padres in May. And then he experienced a noticeable drop in velocity where when he retired, his fastball was averaging 93.5 miles an hour compared to 95 miles an hour during the 2019 and 2020 seasons. And then you could see his strikeout rates decline. But nonetheless, he was still able to pitch to 114 and a third innings of 4.33 ERA ball. Not the Clevenger we saw in Cleveland, but for a rebound from Tommy John, not bad. He's going to try to take a further step ahead with the White Sox next year and then maybe hit the open market again 12 months from now and get a better deal. That's just what you can hope to do. That's all you can really hope for. But a one-year $12 million deal for Mike Clevenger. So those are the updates we have for now. You know, keep an eye on the Astros. They've made this big deal now. I don't think they're done. I think the next order of business for them is to sign Verlander, is to bring him back. But like I've said, Verlander is going to go to the highest bidder. He's one of those guys who's going to go to the highest bidder. I don't think he's like a DeGrom where you know, DeGrom is probably going to try to stay with the Mets. But Verlander will go to the highest bidder. The Astros need to open up the checkbook and, and give him the money he's asking for. There's no need for them to allow this guy to walk. In other news, Miguel Cabrera has announced that 2023 will be his final season. I think it's time. 
to say goodbye to baseball. That's what Miggy said. And he's hopeful for a healthy final season. I mean, we've seen Miggy chase some nice milestones the past couple years. We saw him get his 3,000th hit. We saw him get his 500th homer. I mean, one of the best right-handed, one of the best hitters of all time. I'm not even going to say right-handed. He's just one of the best hitters of all time. I mean, he's one of just three players in history with more than 3,000 hits, 500 homers, and 600 doubles. So, shout out to Miguel Cabrera. We're going to have fun seeing him play one one last ride in Detroit. And that's going to be that. So, that's going to do it for today, folks. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.